All right, guys, welcome back into another PGA DFS video. This week, we got the Sanderson Farms Championship. And all in all, I think that this is going to be a good week. I think it's going to be one that we can attack. Uh, last year, we were on the winner, Sebastian Munoz. He was a core play that week as well, so hit him as an outright. Pretty interesting looking at the DraftKings pricing, to be honest with you. You know, the you can really make any lineup path you want this week work, and I'll touch on that with the plays here in just a second. All right, so as always, I do like to do that quick recap of last week. So just looking at the high-tier plays, they all did pretty well. Uh, really, the theme of last week was that we really should have just tried to fit the high-tier guys into the player pool or into our builds and then really went with the value plays on the low end. Uh, Charlie Hoffman was able to make the cut. Shang was able to make the cut. Patrick Rogers was able to make the cut. Where the trouble came was in that low tier. It was a very risky tier. I kind of mentioned that and echoed that. Uh, so was the value tier, but you know Ryan here, he was able to kind of Make the cut. He played well. So the studs and duds approach was the actual line of construction that we should have went with. Overall, though, last week wasn't a horrible week. Uh, you guys can see here. Uh, Will Gordon, chalky disappointment kind of for everyone. It kind of sucks that DraftKings really the last three weeks has uh, kind of forced us into some plays that were the correct plays, and they just didn't work out. But I kind of knew that, like, hey, we have no reason to fade these guys other than, you know, the fact that there's no reason to fade them. It seems like that's been happening the last three weeks. It was Will Gordon this week, Terrell Hatton the week before that, and Mark Hubbard the week before that. Strangely, all priced right around, but just an interesting week last week. It wasn't a bad week. It wasn't a good week. Um, you know, like I said, lineup construction would have been the key there and just didn't have it correct last week. But this week is one where, you know, you can really go any which way with your lineup path, and I'll talk about the plays here right now so key stats we know what to look for uh, like i said last year we nailed Sebastian munoz as a core play he went off and was able to play well the only problem with like early season dfs is that you know there's high variance in early season dfs you're getting a lot of players that haven't played for a few months or you're getting players that have just not been playing well for a few months so it kind of goes both ways there and then on top of that the data that we're going off of is either too old or too recent to really have a uh, confidence in behind it statistical confidence and so but we do know which key stats to go off of we got total driving total driving this is a course where it is hard to hit the fairways okay i think it was like the third hardest course hit the fairways last year it was like under 60 percent but the rough isn't that penalizing sure if you're really offline then the course is pretty tree line and you can get into some danger and that's really the only danger that this course has is that it's tighter and it's tree lined um, so really this is a second shot golf course. So I think the most important stat this week will be strokes gained approach. I do like to look at birdie to bogey ratio this week and then par five scoring as well. There's four par fives and if the players are going to be scoring on the par fives, they're going to be setting themselves up to be able to make the cut. Some players that have good course history here are Sam Burns, uh, Sebastian Munoz, Sebastian Munoz last year's winner. We also made uh, two straight cuts before that. Carlos Ortiz has a pair of top five finishes here in the last four years. And then Jason or JT Poston has also made four straight cuts here at this course. So it's pretty interesting to see that Sebastian Munoz and Carlos Ortiz, you know, they play well in the fall. They're fall golfers. We need to have a category for that. Strokes gain, fall golf, and those two would probably be leading it as well as like Russell Knox, it seems like. But looking at recent form, Wills of Torres obviously been in great recent form. Scotty Scheffler been on a tear. You could also throw like Louis Oosthuizen in there. Um, Patrick Rogers just been a cut maker, like seven straight make cuts for him. And Emilio Agro, six straight make cuts for him as well. Kind of like him this week. So let's get into the picks for this week. All right, guys. So getting into the player pool for this week. 
something interesting happened. So Louis Ustason actually withdrew while I was making this video. That's pretty uh, That's pretty rare. That's interesting. So I wasn't going to be on him, so that kind of sucks. I don't think he would have been the best play this week. Uh, I don't have to point this out, but I will. If you guys can pay up for Scotty Scheffler, you should do it. Sanjay M going to be a great pick. Uh, Wilson Torres I like as well. Uh, don't really have to touch on those plays. You know, those are kind of obvious. I like to do the less obvious plays. So Sam Burns I do like as a play. Uh Pretty decent course history, uh, 45th, 3rd, 43rd finish, so three straight make cuts here. Uh, been playing well recently. He did have that miscut at the Northern Trust. If he could really just get rid of that one horrible round that he has, he would have much better finishes. But he is a top 10 stat fit. Heck, he's top five this week. I really like him. 21st in par five scoring, 60th in strokes gained approach, uh, 30th in birdie to bogey ratio, and he's top 30 in total driving and ball striking. So I really do like Sam Burns as a play this week. I think if you guys can pay it for him, you should. Kind of a hit or miss play kind of the whole year <laughs> last year was uh, Doc Redmond. Uh, dude needs to be a little bit more consistent, if you will, but he is grading out as a great play. Really strong in a lot of aspects of his game. Second in strokes game approach, which I really like to see. Fourth in birdie to bogey ratio. He's also ninth in strokes gain differential, which is a stat that I'm looking at this week. So I really like him as a play. I, the only problem with him is that he's a little bit hit or miss. He did have a 52nd finish here last year. You guys can see the recent form, T3, miscut, T3, T29. So it's it's just he's a little bit too hit or miss for me to be like a core play, but I'm definitely going to be on him a decent amount. Then going a little bit lower, I do want to point out Luke List. Uh, guy is playing really well right now. He's a top five staff fit this week. Uh, kind of sucks in strokes gain approach um, and also total putting, which worries me a little bit, but he's total driving and ball striking the ball super well, and he is scoring on par five. So, you know, that should be able to help him. He did have a miscut here last year, but the last time we played it before that, he did have a second overall finish. So once again, more of his GPP play this week, but the high risk, high reward there. So I like that play as well. Then going down to a somewhat safer play in the mid-tier, we got Emiliano Grillo. Emiliano Grillo has just been making a ton of cuts. Six straight made cuts in a row. Top 20 stat fit. 12th in strokes gain approach. 28th in that birdie to bogey ratio. He's uh, ball striking the ball really well. 10th in that. 53rd in total driving. He also had a made cut here last year with the 39th finish. So I really like him. I think he's going to be a strong play at that price point. You're kind of paying up a little bit for a made cut, but I like that approach this week. Bug Holly, decent staff fit this week. Don't mind it. Carlos Ortiz, I've already mentioned, he's kind of a fall golf guy. If you guys want to pay up for him, you can. He's the top 15 staff fit. Then uh, these two, Patrick Rogers, I like the price point again this week. Going to be tough to pass him up. He had a 61st finish here last year, 14th finish the year before that. Um, just been making a ton of cuts, and he finally had it like a, you know, showed that upside last week. So I like him again as a play this week. It seems safe. It seems like he should, you know, kind of. Just be locked into a make cut. Cameron Davis, another play that I really, really like. Five straight make cuts in a row, and they've all been T36 or better, which is a great sign. Uh, 28th finish here last year. Top 12 stat fit this week. Really doesn't have a weakness in his game except for that total putting, but kind of casually been getting better. So really like Cameron Davis at that price point. I wouldn't be shocked if Cameron Davis finally goes out and wins one. Then after that, dipping down slightly into the low tier, we got Denny McCarthy here. So Denny McCarthy, I do really like as a play. He typically has been a cut maker throughout his career. Uh, he did that that miscut at the Safeway Open, but he still shot a pretty good score there. You know, 300 par, that's not bad. It just wasn't enough to make the cut. Before that, he had just been on a tear as well. Heck, it's been a while since he hasn't played well or good golf, you know. 
minus three at the Travelers, even par at the Workday. You know, those are still good court, good scores at those courses. Wasn't bad golf, so we know that he is most likely going to go out and play some good golf. He had an 18th finish here last year, seventh year before that, and a missed cut the year before that. He grades out as someone that should make the cut, and he grades out as someone that I'm trusting to make the cut. Charlie Hoffman, decent play last week. Uh, I wish he would have played a little bit better on the weekend stretch. It would have been a profitable week for me if he had done that. He ended up in the main build, which I was uncomfortable with, but it kind of ended up working out with that T14 finish. Uh, Hoffman, he had a 23rd finish here last year. Overall, he's a solid player. We know who Charlie Hoffman is. He's kind of playing these events because he has to because he played poorly last year. I think he's going to have a really spectacular year this year. I like this price point for him. Uh, Don't go crazy with it, but I do like him as a play again this week it drafting's really priced down a lot of players that you know we were high on last week which is kind of surprising uh brian stewart i do want to point out as a play decent play here for you 28th finish here last year miscut the year before that fourth the year before that 21st stat fit so not a horrible ranking there i do like him pretty well top 20 in my model as well uh pretty decent recent form uh you know t51 miscut t3 T33, so not a bad play at his price point. That's going to be the key there. There's a lot of decent plays at their current price points. One of those is actually going to be Cameron Piercy. And I'm worried that he could be chalky, although I don't see many people trusting him that much. Top 20 staff hit, top 15 in my model this week. Really doesn't have a weakness in his game once again, except for the strokes gain total, which kind of worries me because most of the time that's a pretty predictive stat. But other than that, everything else is like t55 or better um 11th here uh last year 34th finish the year before that and a 42nd finish four years ago so at this price point i just don't know if i'm gonna be able to pass him up he grades out as someone that should be able to make the cut and he grades out as someone that really should be able to push for a top 20 finish so all right so we can actually dip into the value tier this week i know last week i didn't feel comfortable with it although i should have <laughs> someone pointed out that the model last week uh actually had hudson swafford as a top 10 staff hit or a top 10 play he was one of the best staff hits in the field wasn't on him last week you know sometimes the model knows more than i do i guess uh, but that's why we do it that's why you have to have that information out there all right so getting to the value tier i do think that this is going to be a spot that we can attack and attack pretty aggressively it's pretty crazy some of the pricing here so mark hubbard a guy that we were on a ton isn't in the best recent form but you know he could definitely go out and pop kyle stanley finally showing some you know good recent form um, don't mind him as a play, but kind of a standout play this week is freaking Adam Shank. Can someone explain this pricing for me? I really don't get it. Sure, he hasn't shown the best upside recently, but he's made eight straight cuts in a row. 36 finished here last year, seventh year before that, 43rd finished the year before that. Grades out as a top 35 stat fit, which isn't the best, but at this price point, it's just so frustrating. This is going to be hard to pass up, and you know we probably should. But I don't know. It's just going to be tough to pass up. Then I do need to point out Mentora going back up to the low tier one more time. I don't get this pricing either. <laughs> this was like a 9K play last week, and now he's priced at 7.2. Hasn't played this course, granted, but top 10 in total driving and ball striking. He's just absolutely hitting the ball really well, except for on his approach game. His approach game is pretty poor, but four straight make cuts in a row. Really been playing some solid golf uh, for the last, pretty much since the break. He's just been playing some great golf. So I that pricing is just very intriguing there for Ventura. But let's get back down to the value tier here. Just honestly, uh, too many good plays. So Vincent Whaley here, I, I don't mind as a play. Um, casually been making three straight cuts in a row. 
Uh, casually popping as a top 30 stat fit, so don't mind him as a play at his price point. Uh, 45th finish here last year as well, so made cut last year, which is something you like to see. Um, Rob Oppenheim, which this is a play that I wish I was on last week. It, it was kind of a short play to be on him, and I just wasn't on it. I didn't want to dip into that salary range last week, but miscut here last year, um, 18th in 2016 and mid-cut in 2015. Not a bad play. He's good in stroke skin approach. He's 31st and birdie to bogey ratio. And really, he's just been finding ways to make the cut recently. So that's something that I like to see. I mean, those are strong finishes. T33, T36, T15, T29. So, you know, pretty decent play at this price point. Then we can go a little bit lower here. You know, I really actually like um, David Hearn at his price point casually decent play here uh 23rd finish miscut 59th finish in the last three years at this course um he's kind of just an accurate guy relatively decent form just seems a little bit too cheap for kind of the player that he is and then i do want to point out austin cook as a lower play as well a guy has been finding ways to make cut you know it's rare that you see a guy make seven straight cuts and be priced this low He's a top 40 stat fit. His course history is kind of poor. Miscut, 25th finish, miscut. You know, that's not great, but still. There's lots of lineup paths that we can go with this week to potentially get, you know, a studs and duds lineup with six for six, and, you know, he could help you get there. So lots of great plays in the value tier, lots of great plays in the low tier, mid tier, and high tier. All right, guys, you know, if you want to join nine to five it is only ten dollars a month i call it the best kept secret in dfs you know we've been on a tear pretty much the last two months or so just that slight edge that you gain with nine to five each and every week is going to help you be profitable in the long term help you become a better player and that's really the goal that i have in mind is to one make winning easy a lot of times people just put out a ton of content a ton of articles try to make it more difficult than it it really is you know, I like to just put out the content, be straightforward. These are the plays. This is how it's going to help you profit. And then that's how you can go out and profit. So if you guys want to check that out, it's $10 a month. Link is in the description below. If not, please just give me a like to subscribe, guys. It always does help out. Thanks. Appreciate it. And as always, guys, let's keep cashing.